Greg, great to chat with you again as you look towards the future of the game. But I think today it's fitting to start by looking at the past and a, and a gentleman who was such a part of the fabric of sports in Edmonton, particularly with the Oilers, also with the Edmonton Football Club, and that's Joey Moss, who we unfortunately lost yesterday. And, and he was probably not just a part of the Oilers, but a part of the hockey community, wasn't he? Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, Joey, when you when we talk about the, the legend of the Edmonton Oilers in the 90s, I mean, Joey was every bit a part of that. And all you had to do was just read the tributes from the players and the people that were involved at that time. But it extended far beyond just that dynasty. As you talk about the Edmonton Football Club, he was a big part of that. And, you know, the passion that Joey had for for life, and for people. He loved people. And he always was that person that wanted to try to help in whatever way possible. It could be a kind word. It could be, you know, hey, you got to be better. It could be, uh, you know, making sure that a, a player had whatever he needed to be at his very best. And, you know, w w we talk about the Oilers. We talk about the Edmonton Football Club and all the successes that they had and that Joey was significant as a part of it. But, you know, when you look at what happened after his passing on Monday, the tributes that poured in around from around North America, the CFL member clubs, players, NHL clubs, you know, when they all said the same thing. When he came into Edmonton, Joey was there. They were fully uh, uh, aware of Joey, but, but they knew Joey and Joey knew them. And, you know, th there's so many pictures of Joey and that passion that stick in my head and you know we talk about him belting out the national anthem but it doesn't matter where you saw him there was this bright-eyed enthusiasm that was with him all the time and you know it was a it was a sad sad day to hear about his passing but one thing that will never pass is his legacy in Edmonton sports in the community and that is legendary. Indeed it was. Uh, the Walking into that locker room will not be the same. He'd nudge you with a vacuum if you were in his way and give you a <laughs> wink on the way by. It was just a, a treat to get to know him. Uh, another story that uh, made a lot of uh, attention and created a lot of attention and, and you know, for, for horrible reasons. And that is uh, one that was out yesterday involving Mitchell Miller, a draft pick of the Arizona Coyotes. And this is a young man who did terrible things, was convicted of doing terrible things uh, to a young mentally challenged black teenager, Isaiah Meyer uh, Crother, and uh, Crothers rather. And um, th this got a lot of attention because uh, a lot of people are calling the Coyotes out on this. And I think rightfully so. We, we you know, if you read this story and and as uh, it's a difficult read but it should be read by everybody because we should not shy away from these hard discussions if you read the story there's never been an apology to the victim so how can there be remorse craig well it's a it, it's a great question and and l let me backtrack a little bit in time this is this is a story that has been known in hockey circles for years so it's not something that just popped out of nowhere and somebody brought light to it this is reprehensible behavior. And, you know, we hear a lot about second chances. Well, will Isaiah have a second chance? Because the scars that he uh, bears from that incident, you know, how long they'll last if they don't last forever or something that he's living with every day. And, and, and that is where our concern should be. And, you know, for me, 
when you look at the Arizona Coyotes or any other team that may have drafted him, was it the time to uh, make your pronouncement about your belief in him was when you drafted him, acknowledging that you knew the situation, that you knew over the course of time, having had discussions with Mitchell and other people that were involved, that you were satisfied that he was worthy of a second chance. It now is just, oh, yeah, we knew he's remorseful. He sent a letter. Not good enough. It's simply not good enough. And there's no other way to put it. And you know what? This isn't about that somebody deserves second chances. This is now about all the stakeholders that knew. And that's the University of North Dakota. That's USA Hockey. That's the Arizona Coyotes. You know, you need to step up at the forefront of this and acknowledge it, not sit in the background and you know, if the door opens to this story, then make your pronouncement because everybody knew, everybody knew, and there's simply no excuse for saying that, oh boy, you know what, we're, we're satisfied. Because there's a lot of people that aren't satisfied, including Isaiah and his parents. And now this is entirely on the plate of Mitchell Miller to try to help people understand what has he learned, how has he gotten better, and it's got to be demonstrative. It, it, it can't be one of those situations where I've looked, tell us how you've learned. Tell us what you've learned. Tell us that you know what the impact has been on Isaiah and his and his parents and, and, and his close friends and loved ones. That's the, that's the only thing that can proceed now from here. And I'm not suggesting that the Arizona Coyotes should just, you know, uh, uh, part ways with Mitchell Miller, but they didn't handle this very well, but they're not the only ones. Yeah, and listen, um, they're they're sending a letter to every NHL team explaining your remorse, uh, to, but not sending one to the victim says you're remorseful that you got caught, not you're remorseful for what you did. And until that is happened, like I believe people can get second chances if they show they've learned from something. I use Michael Vick as an example. Michael Vick did terrible things, went, paid his uh, crime, and and showed remorse and worked to make uh, things better for what he did. If people show remorse, I feel they deserve a second chance. I just don't think I see that in this case. Well, and, and, and so that's why I say it's very clear. Mm -hmm. Mitchell Miller has to demonstrate that remorse. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's not to convince me. You better convince Isaiah and his family that you're remorseful. Because they're, right now, Isaiah is the one that matters here. Quite frankly, not Mitchell Miller.